Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahirrabbilalemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyayi vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve aleyhi ve sahibi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathira. Fama badu. My brothers and sisters, one of the... This is a... Uh, follow-up on yesterday's uh, podcast of being careful who we take our deen from. It's very, very critically important for us to be careful about this very important matter. Now, today, one of the biggest fitan, one of the biggest tests, one of the biggest problems is YouTube. Um, YouTube and video clips of lectures, video clips of statements, video clips of comments uh, by different people on the subject of Islam. Some of these people are well-known, other people are not well-known, but uh, everyone feels as long as they have a, a smartphone in front of them, uh, they the technology gives them the ability to uh, record themselves and to upload it to the internet, and the internet then gives them literally worldwide uh, presence. And what they uh, record and upload is there for uh, anyone to watch, whoever that person might be. There is no filter to say whether a person who is watching that uh, is is uh, is, is uh, qualified to watch it, whether that person who is watching it has the ability to deal with what he or she is going to watch. We have filters with regard to pictures, meaning that if there was a video with, uh, uh, with violence and uh, so on in it, uh, then it would be uh, classified differently. I mean, having said that, still even those are extremely lax and uh, all kinds of stuff is available but i'm saying at least on the face of it uh, when you are uploading uh, videos on youtube there is a filter there saying uh, is it is this video made for children and you have to tick and say yes it is made for children in which case it cannot have uh, violence and profanity and uh, uh, and all sorts of stuff uh, or if you say, no, it is not made for children, then of course uh, anything goes. But at least there is some kind of, uh, you know, uh, filter with regard to videos as long as there are pictures in them. But when somebody is just speaking, um, they can be saying anything. And in the case of Islam and in the case of what people speak, believe me that what they say is far more dangerous and far more uh, lethal and toxic uh, than watching any kind of profanity or any kind of violence or any kind of um, explicit, uh, you know, stuff uh, on the internet. Because uh, when people watch that stuff, at best it, it, it messes up their mind in this life, but some of the stuff that they, that people get exposed to and some of the comments and so on and and and, and statements that they get to hear uh, shake their faith shake their iman and in some cases it uh, it completely destroys their iman uh, 
Now you can you can say that well you know that's not the fault of the person who spoke because the person who spoke may have said something which in itself is correct. Uh, it was the fault of the person who watched it. Why did they watch it? But that's the whole problem with uh, the internet. It's open to everybody, and anybody can watch it. And there is no qualifier. There's no qualification to watch this or not watch that. Um, therefore, my submission to you is: treat Islam and the knowledge of Islam and learning of Islam just like you would teach or you would treat. I mean, treat the te- learning and teaching of Islam. and the knowledge of islam just like you would treat the learning and teaching of any other subject just like you would not try to uh, perform surgery by looking at uh, a video uh, on a video of a surgeon operating on somebody uh quite apart from the legal uh, or non legal aspect of it i'm just saying you would not even think of doing something like that uh you would not do that trying to repair your car by watching a video on it uh, and then you know taking a hammer on tongs uh, to your car uh, you would not uh, dream of anything literally in in, in life uh, that you would learn uh, from or you would want to learn from uh, just by watching a short video on youtube now except for very basic simple things i mean you know how to how to uh, operate something and so on i mean those kinds of things are there and very useful uh, they are useful to watch but i'm just saying anything any serious subject of learning any serious subject of knowledge uh, you and i do not learn or we should not learn uh, or we or we should not think that we have learned by just watching a video on youtube now why do we treat islam any differently my submission to you is all of us speak very proudly about oh, how imam ghazali uh, uh, traveled uh, in the land from place to place uh, you know because he uh, for his tazkiyatun nafs for because he felt his heart was dead uh, we say about how imam bukhari traveled from uh, from the from asia uh, to the middle east to baghdad uh, to take uh, one hadith from a muhaddis uh, in baghdad uh, and elsewhere he traveled huge uh, you know journeys and in, in the days when journeys were really tough i mean they, they, they this is not we are not talking about people traveling emirates business class we are talking about people who are who really worked very hard to to travel i mean people did all of that and we say we say this very proudly alhamdulillah this is good and we say see how people exerted themselves and how serious they were about uh, learning islam and how serious they were about who they t- took islam from remember the famous uh, famous story of uh, imam bukhari rahmatullahi alayhi um, which is quoted all the time uh, where somebody where they, where they said that uh, he went to somebody Uh, because he heard that this person had a hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he went to take the hadith from him and when he went there he found this person out in the field uh trying to call his horse which was in the paddock and uh, this person was ha- was extending his hand um you know as if uh, he had some uh, food in the in the hand uh, and the horse uh, came to him so when imam bukhari reached there he asked the man he said please open your hand let's see what's in your hand and there was nothing in the hand uh, so imam bukhari turned around he left he said i will not take the hadith from, take hadith from this man because he is deceiving the horse 
and if he is deceiving the horse then how can i believe him now this might seem like a bit of an extreme thing Uh, because uh, when how else do you call a horse frankly if you ask me you know i mean you can have the food in your hand no doubt that's the probably the right way to do that but uh, if somebody uh, you know just sort of pretends and calls an animal uh, you might say well you know this is not deception as such i mean not doesn't mean the man is dishonest the point is no matter what normality of standards we have uh, people like this the great scholars of our religion they held themselves to a standard which today in our context looks completely unnatural we might say these people were extremists these people went over the top but believe me that's how the religion was preserved because people took that time and trouble they didn't just take anything from anywhere right so please you want to study islam most welcome alhamdulillah 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 there is nothing that you could otherwise be doing which would be more beneficial and which would be better for you and me to study islam is the number one thing that you can uh, possibly do we have the hadith of usman ibn affan radhiyallahu anhu where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that the best of you is the one who teaches and learns the quran and in another narration who teaches or learns the quran and this can be extended to uh, all the ulum of islam alhamdulillah inshallah to say that the best people are those who uh, teach or learn the uh, ulum of islam the knowledge uh, different different branches of knowledge of islam now that is the fact which means that therefore islam is worth taking the time and trouble to study from authentic scholars who are on the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam who live by the sunnah who practice the sunnah and who ha- who are uh, who who transmit the knowledge who transmit what they have uh, taking the time and trouble that it takes now it takes time there is no there is no weekend course to learn islam i have said this a million times if those of you who haven't seen my a uh, video on uh, my lecture on uh, uh, what's it called pitfalls of modern dawa uh, please see it i i made it uh, for uh, this kind of a question which uh, was uh, which i was facing at at another point in time in my life alhamdulillah uh, and i made this video uh, to show what kind of pitfalls we have today uh, in what passes as dawa for us today we have turned dawa into a commercial enterprise we have turned dawa into a means of into a business into a means of earning livelihood right la hawla quwwata illa billah please do not demean the religion do not do do not demean yourself and do not demean the religion by treating it uh, like you would treat a you know a pizza shop or something i mean this deen is not uh, a pizza shop this deen is from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu we need to treat it seriously and we need to teach it and learn it the way the best teacher in the world rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught it and the best students his sahaba learnt it and they did not do that in the equivalent of watching 10 15 minute video clips uh, without any background any understanding and uh, then uh, you know imagining that we have learned something I ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to guide us to that which pleases me pleases him and save us from that which does not please him wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajmain